Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. FedWork. Have you ever thought about your car personality? What's your vibe? Do you like the classic fully gas powered engine? Are you a best of both worlds type driving on battery power while keeping gas on reserve just in case? Or are you more inclined to choose a convenient hybrid ride? Whichever your vibe, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all of the details, the seats, the dash, the available panoramic roof, you name it. Hyundai thought of it all, all while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson plug-in hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And this week we have a very special guest on FedWork. One of our favorite LA natives, my cousin, Filipina sister, Asia Sabaz. Hey, sis. Hello, ladies. <laughs> hey, girl. How are you? Thank you for joining us all the way on the West Coast. Right? So good. It feels so good to see your faces. Like, it's been a minute. Believe, can't believe I made it on Fed work. You were on Fed I'm so glad it worked out. I know. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, girl. For people that are joining us this week, can you tell them a little bit about yourself, please? Um, yeah. Um, I am, like you said, an LA native. I am your favorite DJ. If you yes. heard that. <laughs> um, I'm also mother of an amazing five-year-old who is coughing in the background. So he is <laughs> gonna be our ad-libber of this <laughs> podcast. Yes. Um, and yeah, you know, I grew up in entertainment entertainment's playground and I'm just a creative all around, to be honest. I just love creating all things. Um, and I love making lots of money, so. <laughs> <laughs> and you put all that together that's, and that's what it is this is what it is <laughs> that's just what it is and by the grace of god i've been able to do what i love for a living and make a lot of money so here I we love are that. i love that how did you how did you get started in the industry oh lord i think honestly if you're from la everybody at one point in time has either been in a girl group tried singing <laughs> been on a set of show or done a background or got asked to be on a casting for a reality show like it's just being raised in this city it Hollywood is our backyard you know and so I started off as a dancer really really young that's my son hey Alexi we got Alexi in the background <laughs> running these ad-libs um yeah so I started off as a dancer when I was three 
and classically trained ballet tap jazz and then I fell in love with hip-hop and that changed the game and I was like bye to all this other stuff this boring stuff I get to be rebellious and dance to really cool beats and like Busta Rhymes and I got introduced to like Timbaland and Magoo and I was like I don't see you later Nutcracker I don't care anymore so (laughs) I got into dancing and then I just loved music honestly I always say like music is literally my soul I love all things music and then from there I'm like a sponge in anything in life so whichever kind of environment I'm in I like to learn about all of it even if it's not something that I necessarily want to do I just I feel like that's part of the human experience like I want to experience it fully and through and thoroughly and for me that's learning it even if I'm not going to use it so being in in music um having like you know the dance industry you're obviously around artists and music and I remember I got one gig where they had pretty much asked me to be in a girl group and they were like you don't have to worry about singing just dance and look pretty and I was like okay I didn't care you know and yeah yeah exactly it was actually Chris Stokes hilarious um and so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they were like, yeah, hell, that's what I say, LA girl, let me just tell you. So they were literally like, hey, you know, and so I was like, okay. And then I experienced that chaos for a moment. Um, and out of it, I realized like, oh, like this is way better than being a backup dancer. Because at the time I had like danced for like Little Romeo and Leona Lewis and done a lot of that stuff and been signed to a dance agency and so once I got like a taste of being in front of the people as an artist I was like oh no I like this better so then I wanted to learn how to sing and then from there I got into singing and then I got my record deal I moved to New York hated it decided that it was trash and all that glitters isn't gold and Hollywood sucks and the industry is trash, but I still really loved music. So mm-hmm. then I got into DJing and then it just went from there. And that was pretty my life, pretty much my life story in like 15 seconds. That's the fastest I've ever did it. Wait, I love that you were in a girl group and decided to learn to sing after. Like, I love that that's the the layout of that. Do you know, like what an interesting story. Very LA and very who I was working with, MO. Like, just look pretty and you can dance your face off. And that's just what we're going to do. And I was like, I didn't care. You know what I mean? I was like 16, 15, like, whatever. This looks fun. Sounds fun. So I love it. Yeah. I also love that you mentioned that you love being a sponge because I think that's important to keep with you, like, you know, throughout your journey, even if you do become an expert of something, or if you are new to something, just like being willing to learn and absorb new things is so important, you know? Yeah, I think, you know, when you are extremely ambitious, which I know, I'm sitting on a podcast with two bossy, ambitious (laughs) women, so I know y'all can relate, okay? (laughs) when you are extremely ambitious and creative I think it's important to and I think it's important to to fall in love with the journey right because as an entrepreneur everything you have your ups and you have your downs and you have your high highs and your low lows and life gets crazy. Can we curse on this podcast? Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shit happens, life happens. And it's like, what in the fuckity fuck, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I think for me early on, because I got a taste of like seeing things at such an early age, 
um, that part was like very important to me. Like, I'm just going to learn. I'm going to learn anything and everything. Like my mom is in, used to be a technical writer and I would be asking her questions about like her writing her manual scripts for the things that she was, and it was like, what, you know, yeah. but like, I guess. like, yeah, what is it? What are you doing? How does that work? Right. You know? So yeah, um, it's made life very enjoyable. I would say. I love that. And you'll always be able to pick up, like, it might be something totally opposite from what you're actually doing now, but a lesson that you learned from that or something that you learned from that will apply somehow. It wasn't like a wasted lesson that you learned. You'll, you'll find a way to implement it in some way. Maybe it's a totally different uh, industry, but you know, that, that lesson or that, that little tidbit might come into play in a big way later. A hundred percent. I think honestly, like my belief system is nothing happens coincidentally like god literally he knows every single strand of our hair right so regardless of whatever you're doing in the moment at some point in time the dots are going to connect and we don't know when you know right. and so there's a reason why that was in front of your face and there was a reason why you encountered that person or that experience so if you are fully present in the moment then you put it in your pocket and then when it's time to pull that little piece out of the pocket at the time that's needed it's like oh this is why I that you know like even teaching for me that was completely accidental that was not intentional that's gonna be my next question because you you mentioned DJing and you know from the outside looking in it does kind of all make sense like music and dance and you know you being attracted to hip-hop music and beats and all of that but I'm curious, we are curious, like, was it something that you always thought about along your journey or did it just kind of kick in at the end and you were like, yo, I could do this too? No, it was not in my journey. Let me tell you something. I thought I was going to be, be Beyonce, y'all. Let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> hey, what's the okay the next Aaliyah, we're going to be Period. all of I thought it was literally that for me. Once I transitioned from the dance world into singing and I took it very serious like that's one thing about me if I'm in something I'm gonna take it very serious I'm not just gonna do it like even if it's a by flyaway whatever that state saying is moment I'm gonna respect the culture of it so I was doing vocal training five days a week like I was in a girl group y'all not about to outdo me with these vocals like I'm gonna I'm gonna be me right hey. so I was very heavily invested. So I literally thought like that was the end all be all for me. I was like, that's it. I'm gonna be Beyonce yeah. and that's what we're doing, right? And um, when I got my record deal and I got everything that I had thought that I wanted, you know, we had like a top um, record on the R&B charts in New York and we had a single with Fetty Wap out and it was like, and that was when Fetty Wap was like super big and we were doing these tours and all this stuff and I was just extremely miserable and extremely unhappy and it was honestly one of the darkest moments in my life and I was like I don't want this anymore and it was like I love it was almost like a breakup like or like somebody that died in a sense because I love music so much and I was just like oh I don't want to be here anymore I don't want to be here anymore and so at the time, one of the label mates, shout out to Alexi, um, <laughs> one of the label mates had taken to me living in New York, living in New York. I had no family, nothing out there. And I wanted to stay and the label was putting me up. And so the, the uh, label mate, I decided I didn't want to be a part of 
any of that anymore. And I wanted to completely break my contract, be out of it. And um, by doing so, I was no longer going to be put up. I was no longer going to be taken care of. And this, the label mate um, took to me, Larissa, oh, my angel on earth. And at the time, because we had such a hot record, we were doing a lot of tour runs. So we were doing club runs and promos and all of that. And I'm going to circle back because remember how we were talking about connecting the dots? Yeah. Prior to this, prior to me getting my record label uh, deal, I was hanging around my best friend, Casanova, who is also a DJ. And at the oh, time, DJ he was Casanova. Casanova. Um, and at the time he was working with Hip Boy and Hip Boy had this amazing house in Tarzana that was like, oh, today's version of LA memories there. <laughs> there was a lot of things happening and like, I would see it day and night. So I would see the night right. parties and I would see the day, but the energy in that house, I, to this day, I'm like, oh my God, I've never experienced anything like that because what yeah. he did, it was like a 10 bedroom house and each bedroom he turned into a studio and I would walk in there. I, I'll never forget this. I walked in there one day randomly, just going to go pop up on cast back at a time where we had no kids and no responsibilities and we could just <laughs> pop up at people's houses and say, Hey, what are you doing? And, um, it was like, Jill Scott was downstairs recording and J. Cole was upstairs recording. And I was just like, what kind of life am I in? Like, this is just so awesome. But anywho, we used to throw parties. All, they used to throw parties all the time there. And so Night Train and Cass and Goofy, these are all my DJ guru brother friends. Um, they would spin. They would have the, the DJ booth up there. And so me being sponge that I was, mm -hmm. I would be poking my head around and it used to be a joke. And I would get on there and really learn to DJ. And I would call myself DJ Asian Persuasion. And it would oh just be God, fun. I and never like, knew that. I didn't yeah. either. If you've ever been to a hip boy party and you, I for sure was on those turntables for at least 20 minutes screaming DJ Asian Persuasion on the mic, like because a lot of alcohol flowing and it was a lot of just, <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't remember everything that happened. At those here parties. I am, you're right. And so, but I was just playing around because again, I'm in this creative world and this house was like Disneyland for artists and creatives. So I had learned how to DJ back then. Night Train, I got, I always give it to him because. Cass and Goofy would kind of be like, yeah, 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 girl, whatever, you know? But Nitrain would actually show me like, this does this, this does that, this is that, and actually gave me just like the, the bare minimum for me to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to try now, you know? Yeah. And um, so that happened. Now, fast forward, I have my record deal. I have all this. I'm miserable, blah, blah, blah. I want to leave my deal. And my label mate was like, um... I keep saying label mate and she was a label rep. I don't know. That's how you know I am not in that world anymore. Um, the label rep was like, look, because I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to have a place to live. I'm not going to have whatever. She right. said, let's just go around and do the same run, the promo run that we did. And this time I'll pitch you as a DJ. And I was like, okay. Because at the time I knew how to DJ, you know? So it wasn't <laughs> like, it was something I couldn't do. And we literally, it was just a plan, honestly, to put some money in my pocket so that I could continue to live in New York. And that was how it started. And by the grace of God, because we had so much like, um, like talk about us, you know what I mean? In the city, like 
I, she was pitching me to the hottest of the hots, you know what I mean? People. So it was an easy transition. It should not have worked out that easily the way that it did, but it was an easy transition. And then from there, and then I loved it because it allowed me to still be in music, but not be of the music industry. It was like, I was still performing in a sense. And I was (laughs) And I had control. I had control over what gig I wanted and what I wanted to play. And and if you've ever been to New York, which my dear sister cousin has left us and gone to, <laughs> you understand nightlife in New York is completely different mm-hmm. than Los Angeles. Like they appreciate music so much out there. Like partying out there was just so different than LA. It wasn't top 40 music. You weren't hearing nobody cared about bottles being popped people were going out and people still to this day go out to party to enjoy to dance to let loose and the dj is the freaking orchestra orchestrator of that you know and so it was really fun and i honestly needed that because it was therapy for me at the time because like i said it was one of my lower lowest moments in my life and i was still able to be holding hands with the love of my life which was music but in a different way you know and then yeah and then to be honest because I was able to do what I was doing in New York obviously I'm posted on the grand you know for forever 21 today you know like all this stuff LA was seeing it because that's another issue growing up in LA you we evolve as people we have no choice but to evolve right However, when you're evolving and you, for me, for example, I went from a dancer to a singer to a DJ, like it was a lot of having to prove myself because people didn't get it. Like the, the transition from dancing to singing, let me tell you, people were like, girl, bye. Like if you all put on the ballet slippers and call it a day, like, why are you trying to be out here? Mary J. Blige to me, you know, like people did that. And I had to prove myself like, I'm going to really do this. And then I did, you know? So then with DJing, it was the same thing. Like, oh God, here she goes again. But the difference was I was in New York. So I didn't have the people that have (laughs) known me my whole life (laughs) to be judging, you know, and to be telling me what I couldn't be. So they were already just seeing the fruits happen. So then um, I started getting calls from LA. Like, hey, do you want I would be, because I was by coastal at this point I was coming back home and going back to New York and coming back home I was living the dream like literally whatever and so people were calling me to be like hey do you want to spend here and then it just it just flourished and it has done a lot of things for my life (laughs) (laughs) but what better way to evolve is the art of music than to go from dance singing and then DJing you have literally like hit all the bases yeah I say this like Music is my canvas and like, I just pick up different paintbrushes, you know, like I, I literally DJing the paintbrush, dancing's a paintbrush, singing. And then don't get it twisted. When I was singing, I was right up underneath them producers and them engineers. Like, how do I uh, mix this? How do I make this beat? Like I was right. learning Ruby Loops and Ableton and all that stuff too. So yeah, it, it, and it, then it, I'm it sure you were, you were, you guys are performing. So then you were still dancing to some degree. No. Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> when God gives you a gift, okay, we have to use it. And it yeah. and if you don't, we put you in a position where you're gonna use it regardless, you know? So right. yeah, a hundred percent. The stage is my favorite part of performing. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I love the stage. I love everything about it. And DJing is cool. Cause it's like, I'm on the stage, like all that. I want to be Beyonce completely went out the window. Like, I think that had a lot to do with like my childish immaturity of ego, you know? Mm-hmm. And so once I got rid of that, like y'all could keep that fame. I don't want that. Cut the checks. <laughs> okay. Cut the check. I don't need that. Hey. I don't need none of that. Just cut the back and let me do what I want to do for a living. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's important that too, because I think that a lot of times without recognizing that your ego is coming into play, you have it's going to hold you back from transitioning into what your greatest good could be. And so by finding that, figuring that out and kind of parting ways with that or putting it where it needs to be, it elevates you automatically to being receptive to whatever else is coming. So mm-hmm. I think that's yeah it's it's interesting because it's like there's a not to get out biblical on y'all but there's a scripture in the bible that says when I was a child I acted like a child and when I grew up I put those childish things away and it's so true like you you're either going to continue to evolve or you're going to not you know and so I think that I was just talking about this with a friend of mine yesterday and we were talking about how we're in this generation we're in such a diving inward and trying to heal ourselves and figure out where our triggers and our traumas and our all of those things and our gen our parents didn't they weren't they they weren't do that and it's no shade or you know disrespect or I'm not they did what they could at the with the time and the stuff that they had our generation is like no I want to see why why do I behave that way why do I react that way why am I this way all of that and a lot of it is rooted in ego like a lot of it especially when you're dealing with ambitious ways, when you're ambitious, you have to have a certain level of ego. You have to have a certain level of that to push through. We're not just pushing through and breaking chains and, and, and leveling up in our lives softly. Like it is not going to happen. You can't like, we're, we're pushing Honestly, through. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the soft life. <laughs> Let me tell you something, girl. I am, I am striving for the soft life. Okay. I, uh, I agree. Let me tell it's so funny you say that. Cause I actually was going to make a soft girl playlist over this holiday yes. break because I am embracing that. Share it. I, I am with yes. you a hundred percent. I am, I am with you, but I will say this, like we're, we're walking softly, but like that heel, that's the little is sharp boo. Like we Fair. still gonna have a little, because it yes. takes a certain level of thick skin. It takes a certain level. I just don't think we need to be in survival mode anymore. Yeah. I think 100%. that's what we've outgrown. We've outgrown survival mode. Okay. It's giving, I'm getting what I want when I want through, I want, however it's supposed to, with the grace of surrendering. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, all of that balance in one, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, but it does. Ego is a, e- ego does play a huge part, and I think that it's a battle. It's a battle for me every day. Like I have to literally. I mean, we're human. Fun. We're we're always gonna battle with that. Yeah, there's the battle too between having confidence and being self confident and being aware of what you bring to the table and why you should be in that room, why you should have a seat at that table, and coming about that in a negative, using the ego in a negative way where you walk in and people are like, I don't even want to do business with that person. There's, there's a balance you have to find. And I think the, the beauty is finding that balance. Cause once you do, no one can, no one can tell you no, you know, that's when it's like, okay, cool. You say, no, I'm gonna go over here. They're going to tell me yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a, that's a beautiful place to be in. I think. Agreed. Agreed. We're, I think this, 
nobody talked about the fact that we're in a PTSD from quarantine and COVID. Like we are really in that. Like nobody's talking about like, we just went through two years of sitting still. And, and this was our first year back outside, right? And there's a lot of like mixed emotions and things that are happening that I don't think people are actually saying out loud. Like we're dealing with the consequences of that time and that season in our life in all kinds of ways that nobody understands. Even me as a mom, right? Alexi started kindergarten this year. And in the beginning, he's having problems listed to the teacher right the teacher <laughs> saying you know he wants to just do what he wants when he wants and part of me was not mad at that I was like you systematic people like you want to freaking put my baby in a box like so what he wants to do right. what he wants to do and then the other part of me is like and then the other part of me is like he still needs to understand time and place. We still have to be able to know, you know what I mean? When to be that, when to not, we have to kind of feel it out. So if I just go fully with the whole, he could do whatever he wants, I'm probably going to be raising the cycle. Well, like, <laughs> like, let's be honest. And, but anywho, I, in the beginning, I was freaking out because I'm a mom, like, hello, I want the best for him. I want him mm -hmm. to be thriving in all ways possible. And so I was like, oh my God, like, does he have an issues or something wrong? And then I had to like, after prayer and talking about it with like other mommies and stuff, I had to realize like, these kids just came out of quarantine. Like we right. don't know, we can't necessarily title and name what we're going through and make say what this is because we've never gone through this before. We've never experienced an epidemic like this. So no one has. Uh, nobody has. Like so, there's no guidance. There's no rule book. So who's to say how this person and this at this age is supposed to be handling now this? This is his first time in an institute with people telling you what you have to do. You got to put your hand over your heart and say, I pledge of allegiance. There's all kinds of things that are happening. That's like, this is like not my life. <laughs> the last two yeah. years, you know? And it also goes hand in hand with being an adult. Like, guys, that was a real life thing, you know? Like, so I don't know. We'll see. God help us all. The holidays always find a way. I'm not sure about your holiday traditions, but most of my families include food and drink. It's always such a busy time of year with cousins coming into town, uncles and aunts driving down to celebrate, and the multiple events with friends, from Friendsgiving to Secret Santa to watching the new year ring in. As a host, I always ensure I have the very best for those I care about. So what does that include? In our house, it's always Coca-Cola. The holidays are full of fun activities like caroling, going sledding, sitting by the fire, building snowmen, or watching those cheesy movies we all know and love around this season. Why not make it a bit more memorable with an ice cold Coca-Cola? Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get together. So on your next trip to the store, grab a case or three because no family gathering is complete without Coca-Cola. Cartier Rolex Gucci Prada, Jordan Adidas Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real, or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches, inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers, checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags, examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. 
These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes, making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Today's episode is sponsored by Sunchips Art Scene. Sunchips believes in the power of diverse voices, but many women and people of color aren't always seen in the art industry. Help Sunchips shine a light on underrepresented artists and champion diversity in the art scene by heading to sunchipsartscene.com to view the art collection on show in Miami Beach and vote for your favorite artist for the chance to win Sunchips snacks for one year. The top three artists that receive the most votes will be commissioned by Sunchips to create artwork that will appear on more than 20 million Sunchips bags and across Sunchips advertising in 2023. Yes. Yes. Well, speaking of you being a full-time mom and evolution and all of that, how great segue, KJ. It's a segue, girl. (laughs) I have a few things on this topic. Well, one, how has it been just managing that in general, being a full-time mom and entrepreneur, but also second part. Okay. Very important. Part two. Are we able to fit in a dating life? Oh. <laughs> deep sigh deep sigh oh girl safe space safe space so you know how do I handle it I cry every day no I'm just kidding <laughs> she's like I'm actually just crying just inside right now it's fine it's actually, it's actually it's a fresh face over a cry <laughs> session actually <laughs> um but seriously, I, I probably do cry at least once a week so that's honest that's transparent for okay. sure Okay. Which is actually better because let me tell you something. There's time was like two, three, four times a week. Where it was like, oh, <laughs> we was dealing with something. <laughs> oh, it's gone down to one now, which is fine. Um, it is hard. It is so hard. I'm not gonna come out here and be like, it's great. You know, it's hard in the beginning. If it, no, it's hard. It's well, I want to first say before you fully get into it, kudos to you. Yes. For being an amazing, amazing example for your son, for literally busting your ass. Absolutely. Seven days a week. You don't, you haven't remembered of what a full night's uh, of rest feels like in, in a minute. In five years. <laughs> and also, you know, like living out your dreams and also striving to be better. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I honestly, it's God. It's all God's grace. Like I just wake up every morning. I thank God. I even, before this, I like I said, told you guys before we started filming, I had a million things going on and we were getting in the car, coming back home, rushing. It was like 10, 15 my time and we had to do this at 10.30. So it was like, it was like, let's go. And he like was joking, skipping. I think he was like skipping to the car. And I was looking at him and I was just like, this is my greatest accomplishment. Like I have a healthy, happy boy. And in the moment of the chaos, I'm trying to rush home. I still don't have a face on. I'm like, ah! 
I had a moment where it was just like, okay, Asia, like, you know, and I just had to thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for everything that you're doing, whether or not it's exactly what I want it to be or not. It is what it is. My kid is healthy. I'm healthy. I'm happy. We're happy. We things, all the things, you know? And so it really is God. Um, and that actually is part of my answer. My spirituality plays a huge part in all things in my life. I have been very spiritual from a very young age. I don't know if I was influenced because I did go to like a Christian private school for one year and maybe that did something, but I don't think so because my mom um, went through a lot of different religions. She was Filipino, so you already know, raised Catholic, okay, all girls school. But my mom was a little different. She had, she was raised uh, off of Slauson and Crenshaw. So she was your typical Filipino, right? And so um, she had like checked herself out of Notre Dame and checked herself into Fairfax without even my grandma knowing. Cause you know, my grandma barely speaks English. So it was like, she could get away with a lot of things. Um, but anywho, my point was she was raised Catholic, hated it, hated all of that. And then went through all different religions and like my dad was a Muslim hence last name Shabazz and then she came back to Christianity and and so growing up my mom <laughs> growing up part of the mom, mom life balance okay it's a part of the balance. it's part of it yes growing up my mom always like never forced religion on me so she was like you're gonna this is what I believe you're gonna believe what you believe and so I found God on my own and I studied the Bible and I still study the Bible but I also am a firm believer in you know the universe and law of attraction and I think it's all the same to be honest, I think it's all the same. I'm not going to even go down that route. But my point is my spirituality has played a very huge part. My relationship with God has played a very huge part. I'm very big on writing things down, making it plain and manifesting. And I've been doing that since I could. I think the beginning of it, bless you. I think the beginning of it was, you're welcome. I think the beginning of it was, I saw the secret. I saw the secret. I don't know when that was. Whenever it first dropped, this was when I was still a dancer and we were all in somebody's apartment and all the dancers and we were like high as shit. And we were like, yo, and then everybody started making vision boards. And from there it just started. And like, um, that has been the catapult for my life. Like anytime I have an idea, anytime I have a goal or whatever, I write it down. And then I write what I want it to look like, who any, all the things, what, what is this going to feel like? What is this all of that? And that has played a huge part, even when it comes to my motherhood. Like when I got pregnant, which was not expected, you know, or planned, I had to, I was living my life, honey. Okay. I was in New York. Okay. Living my life. I had my cute apartment in Harlem on 115th and Frederick Douglass. Okay. I was the cute DJ. I was partying all the nights. I was very wild. Okay. This was my wild year. All yeah. My very wild year. Cause I've always been structured. So and, and goal oriented. And so it was like, this was when I was like, fuck all of that. I'm going to live my life and I'm not going to, I grew up in the industry where like, you can't really talk much. You let the managers talk for you. Like, and this is, I was like, I'm doing for me, boo boo. And so when I decided, uh, when I found out I was pregnant and I was thinking about my motherhood, I was like, okay, like, what is this going to look like for me? Because I know who I am and I know what I want to do. And I know the kind of person I am. And I 
came up with the idea that I was going to have to create my own rules as I went. And I was going to have to create my own rules so that I wouldn't be affected by what other people had to say. And I was going to set my boundaries for myself and what was okay and what was not okay and how any, all the things. And I was very adamant about that. And down to the point of like, I knew I was going to be an extra doubt ass mom. Like Alexi, all his food was pureed, honey. Okay. He, all his peas and his broccoli tea had breakfast, lunch, and dinner pureed. Okay. Like I was her. I took a whole first year off because I just wanted to be fully present. I wanted to be that mom. And moving forward, it's been very that. I, I am full-time mommying and full-time careering it. And I knew that that was what I was going to do. So I knew I was going to have to like I said, make up my own rules. And it has been hard. Like it is hard. It's hard, which is why I think it's important that you have to decide what it is that you want. So when it is hard, you're okay with that hardness because you're doing what you want. Like no matter what, as hard as it is, I'm only going to complain so much because I'm like, girl, we on our way over here to go make X amount of money to go turn these people up. Like what are you really complaining about? You know what I mean? Right. You're upset because your kid has five extracurricular activities. He's in soccer, he's in basketball, he's in swimming, he's in hip hop, you know? Like I'm mad because I'm trying to balance all these things out, but like I set that for myself, you know? So and there, and those it, are kind of, you want. it goes with what I want. And it's so that balances out the very low moments. Cause there are low moments. It's lonely at times. Um, I was like one of the first friends to have a baby and so in my friend group and so nobody got it everybody was like girl what like we're on the way to cliff like why aren't you coming (laughs) Katrina got bottles at poppy like we are (laughs) our way like I don't know what to tell you you know so it's been um there are moments where it's lonely and then it's like right when you think you have a grip on things you don't like right when you're like, oh, okay, I got a nice little, you know, trot going, the horse starts going crazy again. And you feel like you're about to fall off and die. <laughs> and then you got to relearn how to ride the horse again. Right? You got to get yeah. back up on that saddle and make sure your shoes are tied and stuff. And so it's interesting. I'm in that phase right now. Honestly, I thought I had everything going. It was like, okay, I'm back on my thing. And then it was like, but Lexi's in kindergarten and this school is very hands-on I have a calendar just for Lexi like literally I have just as many PTA meetings as I do gigs I have just as many play dates as I do like it's like it's nuts but one of my mantras is just pushing me to be more successful faster you know what I mean like okay I need to make more money that's literally how I look at it like I need to make more money so I need more streams of income hence the coloring book (laughs) see how I did that and <laughs> and yeah, it just pushes me to be to think quicker, smarter, and more intentional, you know. Um love that word. I know you do, boo. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you, you just touched on KJ's word. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so it is hard. I'm not like it is what it is, but you make do. And then a lot of it is, like I said, goes back to my relationship with God. Like I've had to, this has been a very hard season for me, um, mentally, physically, all of it. And I have to remind myself that everything that's happening is not happening to me and happening for me. And if this is happening right now, it's because it's supposed to be happening right now. So like, I'm in a space where I have not had 
a social outing for myself in over two months. I have not been able to be social, which is funny because people think, oh, well, you're a DJ, you're social every day at work. And it's like, it's not the same. I'm working. You guys are sitting and having your drinks and kikiing and I am literally working. It's not the same. So I used to hear that all the time. Everyone'd be like, you're out at the club all the time. I'm like, out at the club. I'm like, I'm out front making sure y'all have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Hello, Sarah's working. Do you want a water girl? Like working. Like I'm not like no so I I feel absolutely I completely I completely understand that it's silly yeah so it's like I haven't had a social outing in over two months and I haven't had a moment to myself and so at first I was like I see and then I had to just kind of like who saw and be like girl you was outside all year like I had to check myself you was outside all year you had a great 75 percent first three quarters if this is your time to hibernate and to sit for one freaking quarter you can do that like you can do it so yeah so it's a lot of obviously talking to myself and god it's me and god okay it's me and god so with with not having a, a social outing in the last two months are we also not on dates Oh right, dating. Damn, forgot about that. <laughs> she was, I, tried, she was I was waiting. I was waiting. Like, are we? Are no, we? You know, are making time for a dating life in between being a mom, an entrepreneur. I feel like my subconscious purposely ignored that. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> are we going on dates? Yes. No, no, we are not going on dates. And here's the thing: I at one point, it was like right before you left, KJ. I was ready. I was like, okay, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to whatever, you know? I had this saying, I had this saying all year. It's really funny now because it's so silly. But all year when I was stepping out, I'd be like, where the niggas at? You would every time. (laughs) You like, where the niggas at, right? That was my thing. But I was so fake about it because then the niggas would come and I'd be like, right, right. Back, back, back. I was all top. But I think it was because it was part of me was ready. You know, dating as a mom is completely different than dating as a single person. You have a whole human being. Like I'm, and again, this is my own personal, you know, feelings of what I want. And I'm not judging anybody else, but I'm very adamant about not just bringing people around my kid. Like, boo, mm -mm, I gotta know. You know what I mean? That this is like, I'm not just about to be whatever. So that's that. And then also too, I'm a single mom. So a very, very single mom, like not one of them single moms that be co-parenting. Like I'm very single all around. Right. So for me to go out on a date, I got to call the nanny. Okay. It's not cheap. Right. And I'm already spending $250 before leaving the house just to have childcare. And then I'm going out on this date with a person I don't even know if I'm going to like. So There's a lot of like, um, I have, I'm checking off a list before I even want to go on the date. Cause I'm like, is this worth it? Is this worth this? Is it also worth a night that I could probably be sleeping? You know, there's, these are real answers. Yeah. Or is this worth the night that I could be cuddled up with my real boo? Okay. My right. baby, right. My five-year-old yeah. roommate, you know? Right. So I just haven't. Now I'm in a phase where I can say I am open to um love not necessarily like I don't want 
to date in the sense of like multiple people. I like want to obviously want to go through people and make sure I'm not just being like, okay, hey, you, you're going to do and let's do it, you know? But like, I'm open to love and I'm open to wanting to be in a relationship now. Um, more so just because I want a partner. Like life is fun and don't get it twisted. My bestie, me and my bestie, my five-year-old bestie, we be having a great time. However, I want a partner. I want, you know, that. So I'm open to it. Now, do I have time right now? No, let's just be honest. I don't. And if I do have time, like I said, it's like, no, it's just not happening. It's a no no for me, dog. (laughs) But I'm open. It's a no, but. Okay. Okay. Okay, that works. No, but, you know, and so when it happens and how it happens, I'm not thirsty for it. And I'm not like outside, like, is it my one? You know, but before I was very much closed off, like it was not even an option. Now I'm like, if the right person comes along and I'm looking for a feeling, I know, I know what it is. I'm looking for a specific feeling, which is safe, feeling safe and, and like myself and my authentic self and, there's just a specific feeling that I'm looking for from that person. And so when I feel that, I will be like, okay, you know. I love that. Yeah. And we yes. shall see what happens. Yes. We, we shall see what 2023 brings you. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're already there. We're here. It's crazy. I was laying in bed today crying. And because uh, that's a real life thing. <laughs> Actually crying. I was actually crying, doing my typical weekly cry. And I don't know if it was God or just myself or what, um, but it came to me, my mantra for next year and 2023, 2023, and I like to say it in past tense, 2023 was the year of quantum leaps. And it just came to me. It literally just came to me. And I was, it was like, I'm laying Holding away. that. <laughs> Put it in my pocket, you know? Yeah. Yes. I love it. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Quantum Leaps 2023. So I love it. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. Speaking, you gave me another segue. Speaking of leaps, <laughs> a leap this year, girl, and you started a whole new venture. And can you please tell us what you created for all the families around the freaking world for yeah. the holidays? Yes. So my um pride and joy my child inspired um this newest endeavor and it's your favorite coloring book yeah so um with Alexi being very into drawing and coloring right now like I mean to the point where this kid is we're on YouTube searching how to draw this how to he has hundreds of sketch pads and like he was getting in trouble at school for just only wanting to draw you know like that um it inspired it because one I wanted another stream of income let's keep it a buck right mm-hmm. and so um I wanted another stream of income and I also wanted to elevate my brand as a DJ you know um with Alexi getting older and stuff, I just want to do other things that will bring in income that don't allow me to have to be out till four in the morning you know? fully- yeah so and, and be able to involve him also so yeah. this was perfect because who doesn't love a coloring book right 
and then taking it to another level where it's an actual interactive coloring book. So for each collection, there's a QR code that you scan on the inside of the book, and it goes to either a playlist that I've curated that's on theme with whatever that collection is, or a mix that I've curated that's on theme. So this one, um, which is our first collection, is the holiday edition. So what I did was I took all your favorite classic holiday songs and put them into the coloring book. So, but like for us, though, you know, so it's giving um, Destiny's Child, Eight Days of Christmas, Chris Brown's This Christmas, you know, Mariah Carey, obviously all I want for Christmas is you, you know, in sync, you know, um, Christina Aguilera. And then you also have like your favorite uncles in there. Like I have a little Tupac, a little Snoop, you know, a little Jay-Z. Wait, what did he say? Tupac, he died. Tupac died. So here's the thing. Yeah, he loves we Tupac. We still have But here's my thing. Alexi loves Tupac. He has a playlist of his favorite artists and it's Tupac and Biggie and Prince and all of these things. So it just inspired that. And so I wanted to have something that would be cool for parents, aunties, uncles, and kids, you know, not just as a mom and as a cool mom, like, bruh, that baby shark, do to do, gotta go. Like, I'm not trying to hear that all day. I'm also not trying to do these corny play dates. Like, I want stuff that's cool. I want stuff that's fun. Like, I want stuff that I can really do. Excuse me? And stuff that you enjoy. In exactly. The moment. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want those things. So, that was the whole point and the, the intention behind the coloring book was something that, like I said, and then honestly, when you start to dive into it, you learn so much more, obviously about the industry that you're in. So then when doing my research, I learned like coloring is actually super beneficial for mental health for adults. Yeah. And again, like we were talking about earlier, we are in a very interesting mental health phase in our life. Right. And so that was really cool to understand that. And, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. We've been getting a lot of great feedback, like, and it's just fun. It's fun. And it's like I said, we did a photo shoot and I put Alexi to work and he didn't even feel like it was child labor. Like he was having the best time of his life. Like he didn't realize I had worked over 12 hours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> A few hours, but he didn't realize it. He was having so much fun. And even just when I looked back at those pictures, I was like, wow, this is like a memory that now we're going to have together, you know? And so it just kind of checked it off, like with again, things that I wanted to do. But the coloring book has been doing really great. And um, it's been fun to get on a different side of things, you know? Like I've done a few pop up shops uh, this month for it and like getting to meet vendors and things of that nature and just learning it's just a whole new something that I've never done before so mm -hmm. for me being the kind of person that I am I'm like yes like something new but still you know creative and still interactive and still allows me to still you know use music as as the platform for it you know and so it's been really good it's feeding your soul it is it is it's feeding my soul and my pockets in your pockets See, that's the most important that, I mean, you know, having that balance again, we're talking about balance again. <laughs> and I love that you created an activity that can involve the entire family for any holiday. You know, I know you did create it around Christmas, but like Easter or, you know, Thanksgiving, if 
you know, you want to pull out the coloring book. It's still something that can like unite the family. A hundred percent. And I, and that's, that's what I know. I was like onto something because I had one of my friends, uh, she had actually posted it and she was just drawing because she she's a mom of two and she was just coloring because she just wanted to color and like the kids came around and ended up being like a whole night and then I had another friend who doesn't have any kids and they don't have they're just you know living their best lives (laughs) uh but she was like yeah we're all they ordered a bunch I guess and she's like we're all gonna do it for the holidays like we're all that's gonna be like our Christmas activity and I was like see I love that like that's cool so it's inspiring it's been really cool to get the feedback for it and see that people are enjoying it and enjoying it in ways that I didn't even imagine you know what I mean so I'm like okay right Mm -hmm. well congratulations if people want to buy the coloring book where can they get it you can get it at your favorite coloring okay very easy and um, you can also follow us at your favorite coloring book amazing yes thank you we're going to be releasing the next one so my goal is to do one every quarter and oh, then go, okay. go from there so yeah so this was the first one um and then you'll there'll be um uh, another one probably in like another three months valentine's day get it done fast <laughs> Or no, there's lots of things. There's lots of things happening. So, yeah, cute. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right, Sarah, I'm going to pass it to you, girl. Okay. Well, you're on FedWork, right? That's the name of the podcast. So, do you know what FedWork is? Uh, yeah, you guys are my friends in real life. <laughs> I know what fed work is. We even do a fed work. Our whole oh, friendship. Do you do fed work? Excuse me? Do you do fed work? Um, yes. <laughs> you know what life is like without fed work. Like, yes. Okay, perfect. We just like to confirm. Mm-hmm. We just, what knows? Awesome. Because... I, let's just keep it a buck. Everybody does fed work. And it doesn't have to be for the other per like for the opposite sex like Not it's for all things yeah it could be work it could be anything I it's- am researching and lurking all through these color books <laughs> okay let me tell you something I am all the things when I wanted to freaking really start DJing I was researching and looking up all kind like it's just I feel like that's and you mentioned something earlier about you go to TikTok to like search for yeah. things that's another form of work if you're looking for a certain skincare or certain inspiration, like, you know, you're just you're doing, you're your reading your, your work. Product. <laughs> I am a very well-invested student of TikTok University. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> TikTok University, I did learn all kinds of things. Okay. My hair is four inches longer because of TikTok University. My skin oh. is smoother because of TikTok University. I didn't learn some meals for my baby for school. Okay. Yes. I didn't put my pasta in all those freaking containers. <laughs> She's like, my organization is on point. My pantry <laughs> is off the chain because of TikTok University. Is TikTok okay. University pan- pantry. That refrigerator is organized, honey. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yes. The There's a sign on our door. You are now entering TikTok. University. University. You know why I love TikTok so much? TikTok needs to pay y'all for this conversation, but I love TikTok so much because it really is, and I said this earlier, it's for the people. Like, it's not 
somebody hiding behind an article written or blog written. It's actually somebody being like, hey guys, I actually tried this. I'm going to try it right now and I'm going to come back in three days and let you know if it worked. Yeah. And then they come back and it worked. And then of course you're like, we're like buying it now. I'm ready to the store. There have been things that like food wise, like I like the Trader Joe hauls and um, people will be like, I got this, I got this. And then they give you the little ASMR with it too. Oh yeah. (laughs) And, like, and there have been things that I've gotten that I'm like, mm, I could have did without. But for the most part, like I'm really into it for makeup products, skincare, and like like they there's some moms on there that make me oh. feel like, oh, I'll be over here trying to I make my notes to Alexi when I make his lunch every morning and I he, they inspired oh. by writing him a note every morning. Cause I'm like, Yeah, I'm not gonna get y'all not gonna up me. Like <laughs> I love to. You are absorbing all of that from TikTok University. Exactly. I didn't know I could cut my strawberries like that and put it into a container for it to fit. Like, there's all the things, guys. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. All right. Well, we like to do this with all of our guests. Are you willing to pull a quickie with us? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, going to ask you questions lightning speed don't think about it just whatever comes to mind say it and then we don't we just move to the next one so there's no explanation nothing it's just people are going to learn about you real quick okay you ready okay (laughs) sunrise or sunset sunset la or nyc oh nyc i miss it that's why because i miss it i miss it i miss it so bad Netflix and chill or date night out? Date night out. Who would you like, who would you most like to quarantine with if you ever had to do it again? Pass. I don't know. <laughs> You're fine, your own roommate. You're, yeah, you have a roommate. No, no. <laughs> All right, we'll save that one for next time. Oh, no, I would do that again. <laughs> Okay. Um, one person you look up to. Um Alexi. Oh he's been so good for an hour. Like I, I know. So cute. Oh, I love it. No. He likes to cuddle. He's a cuddle baby. Literally. Oh. We're just gonna have to finish this with him on here, guys. Like, okay, okay, let's do it. What was the question? I missed it. He distracted. No worries. One person you look up to. Beyonce. If you could pick any decade to live in, which one would it be? Oh. Now, now. <laughs> Craziest DM you've ever received. <laughs> there um other women hitting me up asking about the boyfriend I was dating at the time. Mm. They were yeah. also dating him. That's a good one. Three things you couldn't live without on a deserted island. Wi-Fi. Um my phone. Wi-Fi. <laughs> and my baby. Oh. Uh, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, everything that's happening to me is happening for me. What does empowerment mean to you? 
It means to be encouraged and embracing the light inside of you and around you and in people around you. What advice would you give someone uh, in your current field? Keep going. Everybody sucks. Just keep going and do it for you. We kind of already touched on this one, but to fed work or not to fed work? To fed work. Okay. Yeah, you just sold a quickie. <laughs> yes, what a great time. I didn't expect yes, it. This was so fun, girl. Fun. Thank you so much for being here and especially with the baby being sick. Um, we appreciate your time. Yeah, see, this and is for everyone, really- And for everyone listening, where can they find you? I know you told us where we can find your coloring book, but where can everyone find you? You can find me at Asia Shabazz, easy peasy, all everywhere. AsiaShabazz.com, at Asia Shabazz, easy peasy. Awesome. By the way, this is the perfect example of my life. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you get you get you get about forty five minutes, and then, you know, and even in that forty five minutes, you get them creeping and poking around, and then that last. Alexi, thing, can you say hi to the people? Alexi, can we say hi? My Alexa is talking. Oh, not Alexa. Hi. Hi. Thanks for letting us have your mom for a little while. So cute. Great. Got to put some resource curls. In. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, girl, for joining us. We appreciate it. And congrats on everything. Yeah. Can I just say thank you guys for having me? I love this podcast. I love you both. I'm so proud of you. Okay. And what you're doing and all the things that you guys are doing and the success. Okay. Because it's giving. Okay. And you guys are inspiring. <laughs> so cute thank you and thank you everyone for tuning in this week and we will see you guys um next week next year all of the next yeah all of it (laughs) bye guys bye thank you for tuning in to this episode of fed work we hope that you enjoyed it please make sure to like comment and subscribe on all platforms for any inquiries or sponsorship requests please visit wearefedwork.com